0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel, and this is just a podcast series where I get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. Uh, today I'm going to be continuing the series that I mentioned yesterday. Yesterday I talked about angels. Today I'm going to be talking about demons. As always, this is going to be an introduction to it, so I won't be getting into uh, all the specifics. Uh, obviously that will be a much longer and it will be a uh, course type of thing deal uh, then it would be a you know 10 minute podcast that I'm trying to be quick about uh, also I'll be talking about specifically uh, demonology within the church that study of demons there's multiple there's goetic demons there's um, uh, demons within other mythologies there's all types of stuff uh, that I could really get into um, and you can research it if you would like uh, but I want to stick to uh, one set of classification. And, uh, what that is, uh, and a couple different thoughts on it, and, um, as always, you can disagree if you want, because uh, I will be mentioning things that generally not a whole lot of people will think about or talk about, and, uh, that messes with some people when I bring it up, and, uh, it, it's not anything new to me, so if you would like to have conversations, obviously, uh, message me, talk to me in person, whatever you want to do, um, that is perfectly fine with me. So uh, when I talk about uh, demonology within the church, uh, there's a bit of a backstory historically uh, to this. Uh, So I've mentioned this before in my Ancient Near East Gods uh, podcast. I've also talked about this within a couple different blogs before, but the uh, theological... uh, idea or setup or framework of the ancient Near East is what's called henotheism, and henotheism is the belief that uh, multiple gods exist, uh, but specifically the Bible would say that multiple gods exist, but there is one true God, and that is the God of Israel. Uh, How I know that that is factual in the eyes of ancient israel is because they worshiped other gods so they obviously believe that the other ones existed even through the second temple period they still worshiped greek gods and so they understand and uh you know there's uh stories of uh, those uh, false gods that we would say um having powers and you know uh, can bless and answer prayers and stuff like that um so what do you do with that and uh that's kind of the basis of where uh, demon- demonology comes out uh, in the church, uh, specifically in the 1300s. Um, you think of like uh, Dante's Inferno, and uh, I'll frame this in the best way I can uh, before I get too off on a tangent. Dante's Inferno is obviously 100% fictional, and I really need that to be clear. It's a satirical work. It's literally political satire. Uh, Dante Alighieri um, wrote it to literally put the politician that he disliked in the mouth of Satan at the end. Like, that was the entire point. And, uh he pulled on sources heavily within roman and greek mythology to get like the circles and the different types of torment and um all that none of that's obviously found in scripture if you think it is uh look it up give me some bible verses (laughs) um so uh there's this uh teaching about demon demonology that came out um and i'm not saying it's bad it was kind of smart in a way um And when I get done teaching through this, uh, you'll have to um, think about it yourself uh, in some way, shape, or form. Or you just don't care, and that's perfectly fine, too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is all extra stuff for you. So, what demonology does, if you actually do research into uh, each named one, essentially, the hierarchies and stuff, um, you find out that a lot of the names are similar to uh, ancient Near East gods. Uh... Ancient Near East gods like Marduk and uh, Baal, and the ones that I've mentioned in the last podcast, a lot of them have some of their names translated into different languages, uh, but their roots are generally the same, and uh, what they look like, the images that they are, um, and have, are similar to uh, the images that they uh, their own worshippers had of them, and what kind of happened was, was that the church could not have um people obviously doing what israel did and worship these other gods so they uh, transform them essentially into demons uh, accepting in a very real way uh, that they exist and they can be worshipped and they can uh, be in some type of relationship with them um, in the same way that israel had a relationship with these gods um, sacrificed to them, uh, sacrificed their childrens, uh, had sex with their temple prostitutes, and uh, did a bunch of obviously awful things and adulterous things, is the uh, language used. And this uh, idea of demon- demonology kind of just came out of this. How uh, they changed some of their names uh, and created these backstories and stuff, but legitimately, uh, they're just a demonized version of an ancient Aries god most of them not all of them uh and obviously you can believe like when you actually get into it you can believe which ones are real and fake uh all you want um you could say all of them are real and figure out some some way to back that um or you could say none of them are real and that's uh, obviously perfectly fine too um when you think of uh satan Uh, he's a named individual, and I did a podcast on him a couple days ago. Um, But when you even talk about, like, Lucifer, Beelzebub, um, Lord of the Flies, like, those names, uh, Beelzebub's very much an ancient Ares god. Uh, Lucifer, uh, or the Morning Star, uh, seems to be depicting uh, King Nebuchadnezzar at the time. Uh, The imagery of him is very similar Uh, The falling and stuff um, is very similar, but those are just like the named ones that we have in scripture. Then there's like a thousand other ones that are named thousands of years later, Uh, and similar to when I talked about angels yesterday, um, a lot of this changed during the second temple period uh, after the influence of Hellenization, after the influence of Babylon um, in their exile and uh, a couple of different Texts that came out and became very prevalent, uh, these uh, philosophies and theologies kind of changed, and the teachings kind of changed. And then a thousand years later, uh, the church really got a hold of them and took them to the further ex- extent. Now, I don't want to get into uh, like possession and casting out demons and stuff like that. That's not necessarily what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, for one level, it's not anywhere close to any type of expertise that I have. Um, I certainly uh, believe that there are uh, spirits, there's principalities uh, fighting against us. Spiritual warfare is very real. I'm not discrediting that, and I don't believe that, um, like what I said yesterday and today, should discredit um, the fact that angels and demons both exist or that g- good forces and evil forces exist. Um, I'm just giving. Uh, a couple different uh, backing narratives to um, how these ideas have changed over time. Even, like, uh, there are a couple books, um, what's the author's name? I forget, he wrote uh, The American Gods, and uh, I think it became, like, a TV series, Um, but that, the idea of, like, uh, comfort, essentially, being a god, and um, you have a bunch of different philosophers that talk about this, and uh, different people, like, uh, you might as well uh, have, you know, your altar to Molech for sacrificing your kid in different types of passions, like, uh, uh, one of them that's always used in the church, which is sad, um, in one way, uh, is, like, sports, uh, like, you shouldn't miss church because, uh, your kids have sports practice, um, but then your kids don't get to, like, do something that they're passionate about, um, obviously uh, you can set standards and uh, you know teach them to uh, value Christ more than uh, a sport or a game or whatever and uh, but at the same level like we live in uh, a secular world and they don't have those types of values uh, so if you're going to go off and like make a full Christian uh, you know sports thing uh, so that kids can uh, go to church and then also go to them then that's obviously an idea uh, but the thought that uh, like, cultural Christians, um, not people that have, like, a very real relationship with Jesus, um, they're sacrificing their kids to these idols, essentially. Um, and a lot of people have compared it uh, to the child sacrifice of Molech. Um, in similar ways, you sacrifice uh, things to comfort, you sacrifice things to um, money, you sacrifice things to uh, all different types of things. And just because we call them Uh, you know, uh, uh, secular society things or uh, whatever type of classification you want to give them doesn't make them less of a god or less of a demon or less of a hold on your life. Um, And that's pretty much the uh, really point of teaching through both these um, topics um, because there are traditional views that are like held and again, similar with the Uh, podcast a couple days ago on Satan and like your ability to overcome sin Um, when we talk about like spiritual warfare uh, yes it's very real uh, but a lot of people hyper spiritualize things and it's very annoying uh, because a lot of people have the power and authority uh, both in Christ and just in what they've what they have as being made in the image of God Um, being a image bearer gives them that authority, uh, prior to, uh, their relationship with Jesus and uh, even more so after the relationship with Jesus has started. So when I, uh, talk about these different things, obviously this is very, uh, introductory and, um, obviously different than what most people think about or read. So yeah, I hope they're interesting topics. Uh, As always, I appreciate people that uh, check these out and comment and like and all those good things. Um, If you want me to talk more about certain topics, leave a comment. I'll get around to them at some point in time. And as always, uh, I'll catch you at the next one.